What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They're, they are a recording artist with a smooth R&B sound that is reminiscent of, the, of everything that the 90s was made of, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, in every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Chaz Warhol. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Thanks, thanks, thanks. How about yourself? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I can't complain. That's good. So let me know, what are you most looking forward to from this year? What I'm most looking forward to here from this year, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to a lot more growth then you know coming into this year you know from last year you know i i've i've been i've been you know been through some things i'm getting through some things as we speak you know so a lot more growth and you know just becoming a lot more becoming more prosperous personally and professionally you know there's some things i fell short in and you know with life you know and i'm you know learning as i'm learning as i'm growing it's all growth and just more meditating just more life more love more feeling that's that's what I look look you know look forward to this year not just with myself but just with the world because we need more we need more love you know without you know without us living you know how can we love the life that we're living if we're not living at all absolutely I totally agree with that. That's what do you think you're look nice? What do you think you're most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? We can leave. Well, what I what I want to leave behind, what I'm leaving behind. When I say want to leave, what I'm leaving behind is, you know, old habits. Old habits. I don't have a lot. I don't have drama in my life, but at the same time leaving that behind, you know, leaving drama behind old habits, you know, things that I felt short from that, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring into this year. Um, doubling back, you know, 
doubling back on family, doubling back on, you know, even friends that may not have been for you. Um, you know, that's part, that's what I'm looking forward to leaving. That's what I'm leaving behind currently, putting in the back burner, but also showing it enough grace to acknowledge that, you know, the reason why things have happened the way that they did, you know, is the grace that I'm showing, thus me putting it in the back burner. So it's kind of like understanding, by me leaving this behind, I'm understanding the duality of, you know, of the things that, you know, the things that occurred. I totally if, love that. I was gonna say, if you get what I mean by that, like, just like- Yeah, 100%. Owning the truth for what it is on both sides. Absolutely. Nice. I love that. For the people who don't know, can you inform my audience on who is Chaz Warhol? <laughs> Chaz Warhol? Chaz Warhol, a lot of people would think he's a myth. Mm-hmm. We think Chaz Warhol is a myth. In my, in you know, in my words, and you know, from my my perspective, Chaz Warhol is—he's a real person. He is me. I am him. But Chaz Warhol, he is very much—he's very much jazzy. He's informative. He can be like when I say he is me, where he's like I said, he's very much jazzy. He's very much informative. He's very much—he's very much. He's very much playful in a sense, but there's a there's a there's a seriousness, there's a seriousness within that playfulness that he has. So he understands the world for what it is, but underneath, but within that understanding of the world and the duality, he's also he's also he's also learning about himself more and more every day, like we all do every seven years we peak so when he he's he's learning different things about himself but you will but you will know that Chaz Warhol is he's he's firm he's jazzy he's soulful but he's firm and he's fair he's a firm guy he's a fair guy he's cool calm and collected but know that he is a fair person he's not a judgmental person like Jesus he loves everyone I love that. When did you discover music? When I was four. I discovered music when I was four years old. I've never really, I've never, well, I've been to church, but I've never sung in the church. So the the choirs and the, you know, the the sound, the, like the, the, the soulfulness of the choir in the church. Um, and my grandmother mm-hmm. would play Al Green. Mm-hmm. She would play Al Green. She would always play the Temptations. Those were that you do, and you know, amongst other, you know, amongst oldies that she would play. Those were her two main favorites that I hear listen to. Um, Al Green and the Temptations. So it came from it came from listening to a lot of oldies, going to church with my grandmother Sunday. And also my mom, she was she wasn't a musician, but she could 
she could sing. She could sing very well. So I picked up the gift of song from my mom, really from my mom, and she was, and she instilled, you know, Erica Badu and Jill Scott and D'Angelo and all the people that, all the people that she listened to, I picked up on. I first started singing around four, and that's when I learned my gift of song. I was singing on my grandmother's porch, Alicia Keys Falling, that was the song I was singing which is a cover <laughs> anyway and yeah. i really learned the I, I learned, you know, so in that line of thinking can you describe the moment that you first felt talented the moment i first felt talented felt talented when my mom died. And I know that sounds a little, no, it sounds deep. I know, but it really hit me when I, when my, it really hit my, like my create, my creative abilities hit me when she passed. Okay. It was kind of like a, it was kind of like a wave, kind of like an awakening of my ability sense. It was kind of like, it was kind of like my first, I felt like that was my actual, that may have been my spiritual awakening, my first spiritual awakening. Um, that's when I learned the ability to draw, the draw and paint and things like that. And I started, I started simple with just eyes going into, you know, from eyes to nose to eyes to nose to the mouth, and then just gradually going into facial structures and things like that to eventually doing full-fledged sketches and full-fledged paintings, whether it be oil paintings or pastels or uh, things of that nature. I got, that's been, and further on, I got back into music, but, when I really felt that was that was the first part of me feeling talented. I started singing again when I joined my middle school choir, and you know, it, I, and I started to see you know the growth. I started to not only see it, but I felt the growth through my through my throat, through my actual throat. I heard it and I seen that. So it was like that was when I can also say I saw my talent and I actually recognized that I was talented. Do you think that your dreams were nurtured growing up or do you feel like you had to be your own cheerleader? Sometimes, well, most cases, I'm gonna be honest with you, most cases, I felt like I had to, I felt like I had to be, like I had to be my own cheerleader, you know? Although there were people who were supporting me, like, I don't know what it was then. I had like this thing, like everybody was just out to get me. Everyone was just trying to stop me from doing my thing. And you know, and people weren't. So I had this, I had this, I lived by this motto, you know, I lived by this motto. If you know, if you can't beat them, join them. But if you can't join them, be great by yourself. I learned that motto, like, like, I want to say, Sub, like unconsciously like it was a, it was an unconscious like take on that like not even like not even like not even an uh, influence from from someone else it was just like I always had that 
mindset. If you can't beat them, join them. But if you can't join them, be great by yourself. So it was kind of like I was teaching myself in a sense to be great. So while still receiving, receiving the support from everyone and not, you know, and not, you know, and not, you know, pushing it away. So I was, I was receiving the support. I was receiving it, but I also was like, you know what? You can still stand alone and still be just as great. I truly believe in that. I and truly I, believe in that. I still feel like that now. I still feel like that now because I was so in my head when I was young. Like I was very much, I'm, I was more of an overthinker then than I am now. I relate to that being a Virgo. I understand overthinking very well. Ah, you're <laughs> you're earth bender just like me. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> earth benders unite. That's what I'm talking about. Fellow right Capricorn. With you. Mm, okay. I'm a Capricorn. December when is that? Nice. Nice. And then such as yourself. I love that. Thank you so much. No problem. Talk to me about your writing process. How do you translate your experiences into music? Okay, so how would that? This is how we do it. Okay, so when I write, I normally it's kind of like when I write my music, I relive. It's kind of like reliving what I'm reliving, um, reliving when I'm writing. So I like to put my life into my work, like Mary J put my life in these <laughs> you can feel me get the real me so because you know i'm i'm more comfortable i'm more i'm a lot more comfortable with myself than i used to be um because a lot of people used to think i was missing a lot of people would understood things like that they didn't stand me at first at first i was like you know i felt it feel invisible it made me feel docile like it made me feel under already feeling like feeling docile, you know, growing up because of me being, you know, me being expressive, being an expressive person, sensitive person, you know, and being, you know, being being in my sister's shadow, you know, until I started to develop my own backbone and doing, you know, doing for me, you know, not necessarily, well, doing for me, yes, now, but really speaking up for myself because I wasn't the type to speak up. So my music is the way for me to speak up for myself and speak up for other people who feel like they're not, who, who, who feel like they're not heard or seen or felt, you know? Cause who I'm seeing my music is, my music is motivational with a sensual vibe. And I want to, I want people to feel, I want people to feel seen. I want people to feel like you can speak up for yourself. You can, you are heard, you are loved, you are valued, you are appreciated. Absolutely. And everything that, you know, the me I write comes from a, you know, comes from a comes from a genuine place. So I want people to feel, I want people to feel cool. I want people to feel like, yes, you are the goats. My fans are the goats. I they I called I named them the goats because who doesn't want to be the greatest of all time? Who doesn't want to be the greatest? Who doesn't? Especially my black and brown people. We we, we have been the greatest for generations. 
we were brought over we were brought over to you know the states against our own will you know we were enslaved and worked you know worked with our bare hands feet and carry things on the you know for, you know on our backs and not getting anything so i'm not just writing for myself i'm writing for you know people even even my ancestors who didn't have a voice that feel me you know who's who feel me you know while they're smiling on the ground you know so it's just so yes as a my writing process is kind of ritualistic without the actual <laughs> actual process mm-hmm. i love that i love that i truly love that what is one song of yours that you can recommend to my audience that would instantly allow them to get to know you? Cry. Mm. And I say cry because that's a song, that's a song about um, embracing vulnerability, being okay with being emotional. To be vulnerable means to be relatable. And that song was really about, was encouraging black men to embrace their vulnerability, embrace being vulnerable, embrace, you know, embrace other people, you know, vulnerable side, you know? As men, you know, we were taught to, you know, we were, you know, we were taught to kind of mask our emotions, even to wear a mask at all times, you know? So as stoic and masculine as we can be, we have a soft side. We have a soft side. We're not a men are not allowed to express themselves without being seen as zesty, sassy, uh, simps, or whatever you want to be. And that goes for all men. You know, straight men, gay men, non, you know, trans, even even trans men. Non-being, you know, and yes, this is what that like that song I can. That song Cry off of my album, You Gotta Love Yourself, that song is one of the, it's one of the, it's a standout song to me because of that. I want people to be able to express themselves without feeling like they have to hide it. They have to hide their emotions or bottle it up. And then you one day just feel like you, you one day you just explode and then you're the bad person now. I understand that. I totally understand that. What were your first lyrics about? For my first lyrics? <laughs> mm-hmm. My first lyrics was inspired by Bryson Tiller's song, Don't. Mm. And when he dropped that song, like, I had this thing where I was like, I'm going to rewrite the artist's songs do it my way right like that's how I would do it like a favorite song that I like and I would kind of like rewrite like uh, um I would write the verse but I will write the verse like it's kind of like answering the lyrics it's kind of like a response and then it ended my own song it's kind of like how her and then she had the him him it was kind of mm-hmm. like write my responses until I said you know what I'm not gonna put this out because it's gonna sound crazy. So my first song that I've ever written was it was my was, was called Who Am I, which is actually on my Ageless EP. 
um, that I dropped three years ago, 2020, September 26th. That song's Who Am I To You? Am I You Can Pursue? Well, not a relationship, a situation. And it made me feel that person pretty much brought, brought the worst out of me. So, and I didn't realize how much of a narcissist he was until I left. But of course, I went back, double backed, and then I realized I developed some nar some narcissistic traits that I eventually was like, nah, mm -mm, I don't even like the feeling of this. Let me get on myself. And that same person, that's you know, that same person resulted in my last relationship ending, and which I also take a partial ownership of my wrongdoing as well. So it made me, I, it made me even go to that song and rewrite and, you know, to write the song Cry, which is on my album. So it was more so the School of My was my very first song I've written, like, like I've written like through and through was my very first song off my Ageless EP. And then came the other songs in between. Yeah. I can't. That's a very lovely full circle there. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love that. That's a, I, I like how you got, got to complete that journey through your lyrics. That's beautiful. It was more so like, you know, when you go through stuff, when you're a person who is, when you're a person who is, who, who is of relationships, you're a lover, and you recognize certain things that you do wrong, you got to take a step back and really evaluate yourself. Are you really a lover or is it just lust? You get what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. So it was kind of like, are you really like, if you're a lover and you've, and you've been in relationships, you're not a person who just does one night stands or flings stuff like that. You know, you actually have dated or, you know, dated for a good amount of time or been in a relationship for a good amount of time. So like when you, when you've done some wrongdoing and when you've done like, when you've done some, you know, when you've done some fuckboy shit, you know, it kind of like, yeah, it makes you like, well, damn. You know, <laughs> it makes you want to reevaluate certain things. It makes you want to become a better person. Totally. You know. Totally. So I, I. So yeah. So I choose not to be. I choose not to. I choose not to beat myself up. I choose not to sabotage. You know, sabotage my own. You know, my own. Uh, my own things going on in life. You know. I choose not to do that because you know what? I am not my past. I am not my mistakes. I've learned from them. I've grown from them. But just because I, just because I've gotten through it and gotten over it, it doesn't mean I have to revert back to make those people who have confused me or made or, or wants to keep me that no wants to keep me in that space comfortable. No. We all change and we all grow in our own way. I'm not about to shrink myself to make anybody comfortable anymore. Nor should you. Exactly. And neither should you.
Thank you. Welcome. Indeed. <laughs> What's the realest thing you've ever written? The realest thing I've ever written. Mm-hmm. Realest thing I've ever written. I'm gonna sing it to you. Okay. I had a group of my own, call me a faggot. Shit, my wildflowers. They triggered silly rabbits, crabs in the bucket. I'm not one, what I say? I'm not one with that ruckus. But if you talking about ducats, I can still fill my bucket. Black is the man, pain to the pleasure. Be there for your sons, but not for with they feathers. It's time we quit all the competition for recognition. My mind is blown from many giving contradiction. I love that. I absolutely love that. What, what song is that from? The song is called Peace. It's on my album, You Have to The song is about being black and gay in America. Mm. Nice. I have to send you my mixtape that I released in, um, in um, 2021. It was a love letter to queer people of color that felt the lack of representation in rap music, um, similar to the statement that you just made. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll have to send you that. But, um, yeah, we definitely, I would love, I would love to hear that. Definitely. Sure. Okay. Sure, no problem at all. <laughs> In that line of thinking, what are your thoughts on the current state of R&B? In that line of thinking, the current state of R&B right now, I feel like R&B is making a comeback. Okay. And it's not just the, and when I'm also grateful for, that is not just, it's not just the scientists. You get what I'm saying? Because I also can give you, I can also can give you you know, a tune where I'm singing, like where I'm really going in a soulful track. Yes, it's not just it's we got the we got the singers and we got the rap singers coming together. I like that R&B is getting some range because I love me, I love me a soulful song. And as a singer who occasionally rap sings here and there. It's important that we have that range. I'm like, we finally getting range in R&B. And I love And also blending it with hip hop. We we needed this range. If this is how R&B is gonna finally get it shine, that it desperately, you know, that it desperately needs, because R&B, it's it's always gonna be here. You know, we, through, 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 through the blues, through gospel, you know, even pop, you know, R&B is an element of R&B is an element of gospel music, the blues, country music, you know, and thus, you know, where the the that's where the you know the that's where the you know pop comes in, you know, and pop you know just represents popular music. I was literally just having this exact conversation. Whatever's almost pop- less than twenty four hours ago. In, right, yeah. in, 
popular is considered pop music. Pop isn't necessarily it's a it's just the it's just the it's just a category to put whatever whatever genre of music is popular. It's not necessarily it's not even a genre. It's literally a category for all music that is popular, all genres of music that is popular. So if we're listening to hip hop, like right now, hip hop is is up the forefront. Hip hop is pop music. In the early two, in the late nineties, going into the tens, like the early tens, it was all about, it was mainly about rock, alternative, pop music and R&B. Those were the four, those were the four like ranging genres in the two, between the 2000, the late nineties and the mid and like the early 2000s. Those were the four main genres that was popping. Hip hop was still building its rank up to right now. Hip hop is like you can't take you can't take a hip hop rap album out of anybody's hands right now. So the fact that R and B is now getting the range it deserves, it makes sense for more R and B artists to come out. You know, for the singers to come out and give you a soulful, nasty riff run, and for the rap singers, can give you something melodic and poetic. So, this range is needed. This range in R&B, rhythm and blues, it's needed, and it's slowly but surely, with all caps, surely all caps is getting the recognition. Describe the moment that you feel you will have made it as an artist. What does making it look like to you? Making it to me. Making it to me would be Making it, I, you know what? It's that's that is a really that's a deep question. That is that really is a deep question. Making it to me, I don't even care about the accolades, really. The awards, yes, I will be grateful for the awards, the accolades, just you know, in celeb in celebration of my in celebrating my excellence, you know, along with others in the venue. The day I make it is when I can come back home. I can celebrate and come back home peacefully. That's when I know I made it. The day I know, the day I get those accolades, however they come, whether small or big, and I can come home, I can come home and celebrate it. I hate to be so deep right now, but it's just like, yes, I want to. No, that's what this podcast is for. I want to be able to, I want to be able to celebrate it. And, you know, because nowadays you can't even, you can't even celebrate something without worrying about if you're going to, if you're going to actually see, actually see it again the next day. You know, because artists now are dropping like flies. Artists entertainers are dropping like flies so yes the day i make it is when i'm able to 
end the celebration safely on a positive note. That's when I know I made it. I love that answer. I love that. Because area has nothing to do. It's about it has everything to do with me with me being aware. I can win, but if I can't celebrate it, what's the what you know? What's the point? What's the point of when can't celebrate? Absolutely, I agree. Peace, Peace is the new black. So I want to be able. I want to be able to celebrate my wins, small or big. How are you protecting your peace nowadays? Getting back into meditating. I love that. Right now, not being on social media as much actually taking the time to actually live life and not just be so engulfed with my engulfed with my creative abilities because even when you when you spend so much time creating you can you, you can even forget to live too because you're so busy working that you don't even you actually you actually dismiss your own time you dismiss your own quality time so yes sometimes we can be so cl- so clouded and so focused on our work that we forget about us. Like we forget about ourselves. You, you, it could be like you, you, you could be so engulfed into this podcast to be like, damn, I ain't even take a, I ain't even take a second to go for a walk today. Yeah, my podcast is doing good, but shoot, how am I doing? How am I doing? Mm-hmm. How's my family doing? How's my, you know, how, you know, who up? Know whoever I'm talking to, how they doing? You know, mm-hmm. how are my friends doing? Shoot, I've been sitting here working on this book. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, so that's what I spend. That's what I'm spending most of my time doing. You know, even right now, you know, I'm in the process of moving. I'm moving into my place soon. So, congratulations. Um, yeah, I'm spending this time just really like you know still and just reflective but also still motivated to get up and you know get up and grind that I can do this and so I can go back and finish up this finish up this album that I'm working on my second album so still I'm learning that being still is very important I'm relearning relearning to be still you know, as a, you know, as a, as a, you know, as a people pleaser, getting over, you know, getting over, you know, my people pleasing antics, things like that. Yes. Yeah. Totally relate to that. As confident as I am, I am also, I'm a people pleaser. So I'm getting, I'm getting that out of my system and really just showing back up for myself a lot more. I'm happy to hear that. I absolutely love that. I'm committed in everything. Relationship, committed. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm glad that he recognized that, you know what? He told me this the other day. He was like, I want you to live for you. And I want you to really 
all this stuff. And I was like, am I losing myself? I was like, I get it that, I get it he may love me, but at the same time, I was like, I know I'm not losing myself. I know I'm not. Um, let me also take this in consideration. It's like, I know I'm not losing myself, but you know what? Let me get back into myself just in case if I may have lost a little, I've lost a piece of myself. Because like, I, I love hard. I give my all things. I'm a lover, but I'm also a fighter. Absolutely love that. Do you want to play a game with me? Yeah. Have you ever heard of this or that? I've heard. Now I've heard. If I tell you, you know, if, um, if I ask you a question, you tell me no lie. I never heard this or that though. <laughs> well, some people call it this or that. Some people call it would you rather. You know, same concept. It's just, I'll give you two choices that have to do with music, and then you just choose whether you would get with this or you would get with that. Okay. You can get, yeah. with, get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, because this is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. You understand. You understand. Mm-hmm. So, buy jewelry or buy property? Buy property get your body done or stay natural stay natural sign to a label or stay indie mm. okay it depends it really depends but I would as an independent artist I would say okay for right, I would say stay stay independent right now until you're ready nice mm-hmm. ballad or up tempo both. Nice. Have a rapper for the feature or get a singer? Mm, have a rapper for the feature or get a singer. I would have to say both on that one too. Okay, nice. Be in a group or stay a solo artist? Mm. I wouldn't mind a group. I wouldn't mind a group. Solo. <laughs> I love the sequencing of that answer. I would be in a group. I would love to be in a group. Solo. <laughs> I would, and it's no shade. It's no shade. Because, because I spent most of my life in a lot of people's shadow. Because I spent my life in a lot of people's shadow. Like, seriously, that is no shade no shade. Like I said before, earlier in this interview, I'm a fair person. And I love, I love helping people shine. And, you know, in the midst of, you know, building myself up. So in these moments, I would like to see myself shine. Because I'm going to always help people. I'm going to always support people. I'm going to always be a be a number one. I'm always gonna be somebody's cheerleader. So I would like to see myself shine for once. As you should. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Would you rather go on tour or would you rather have a residency? Both. That's just both. Okay. 
sexy video or serious video? Serious. Then I, I was like, I'll go serious, serious videos. Because I said my music is like, it's, has, it's motivational, but it has like a sensual kind of vibe. So a little bit of both. Okay. Win a Grammy or win a Soul Train Award? The Grammys is all about popularity. Soul Train Awards. Hey. Would you rather have a feature or or leave it as a solo song? It depends. Okay. Nice. Would you rather release a mixtape with all original music or do an old school Jack and for Beats mixtape? Mixtape with all original music. Nice. Release an album or or release an EP? Album. Nobody makes nobody makes full bodies of work. Nobody makes full bodies of works anymore. It's either EP that consists of like, I'm gonna be real with you. It's either an EP that consists of like maybe what like six to nine songs or mm. album or album or EP that's released as an album, 10 songs. Mm. So full bodies of work. Now I now I could be contradicting myself because I did release the Ageless as my as an EP of five songs, but <laughs> but but I but I'm somewhat traditional, so I love full bodies of work. I want people to really get into the musicality, the production, the lyrics, the delivery, the, the all of that. You know, everything musicality mm -hmm. as you know overall. I can appreciate that. That would no. actually probably be my choice, honestly, because I take <laughs> everything too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in continuing in that uh, consistency, um, would you rather release a turn up song or release a statement song? I've released a lot of statement songs recently Well, with, with the music, so... I could go for a little turn up song, but with a message. I'm still gonna keep the message there. So, nice. yeah, a turn up song with the message. I'm here for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely here for that. Now, my last this or that question Would you rather do big vocals like Whitney or do smooth vocals like Aaliyah? See, I can do both, mm -hmm. but I'm. But I'm going to, I can know, I can literally give you both. But I'm realizing I'm definitely smooth. Mm -hmm. I can give you, I give you smooth runs. So like I said, a little bit of both. Smooth runs, smooth, like because I sing at bass. Mm -hmm. I can, on the tone, I can also give you tenor. Um, my, um, my shadow, it's a little, it's a little hushed. It's got a little whispery falsetto. I used to sing really high. Mm -hmm. And I remember my eighth grade graduation when I sung Rent and I was the solo. I was the I was the front man at, at the time. And that's when I could and that was when I was singing. I was I could actually sing a whistle note. Mm -hmm. And 
my AP graduation, my voice kind of like shook up a little bit. So it kind of was a little shaky. And then I had stopped for a little bit, but I still got it just at base. Mm. Just at base. So yeah, I would definitely do, I would do a little bit of both. Smooth, smooth and soulful. Smooth and soulful. Okay, I love that. What are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? So, like I was saying, my mixtape art dealer is what's working currently. I have two singles currently. The first one gives you a little bit of the last question of the, you know, this or that with the smooth and soulful. The song is called I Want You. It's the first lead single of Art Dealer. It definitely has the Marvin gaye kind of vibe. It's a take on his album, I Want You, and the song, you know, the song title, the song title itself, I Want You. Um, I was inspired by that. And I was inspired by that song. And it kind of reminded me of like my current relationship now um, with my boyfriend. And I was like, you know, it, 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 it like wrote that song to sound like, you know, just basically, you know, to get him, you know, I want you. And, um, and it's like the song goes, the song goes like this. I want you, baby. I want you when I know you want me to. It's heavy on my brain, you know. I want you, sugar. I want you, but I'll never pressure you. We can do what you want to do. So that's that's the song I want you. That's just the first couple of lines. So like, yeah, that's the lead. That's the first lead single off of it, and it's about, you know, it's about it's about winning. It's about winning my man over. Winning my anyone who is chasing anyone who anyone who's a chaser and know what it's like to go after you know go after what they want in life, and it just so happened to be a love interest, and you get them. That's what the song is about. Going after what you want, and it just so happened to, and whatever, and you what you want just so happens to be a potential lover. I love that. If you could remake a classic song, what song would it be and why? If I could remake a classic song, Sade just so happened to pop up in my head right now. Mm. Her song, By Your Side. Because, you know, my, um, my mom passed and things like that, you know, I came from a broken family. And then, and you know, end up regaining it back. And so it was like within that, within that broken family dynamic, it was, you know, I, you know, I learned tough love and things like that and that's where that's where the backbone slowly but surely came to me i built that backbone so it was like my sister being you know my sister being here um you know just taking care of me and things like that you know because mom our mom instilled us to you know always be there for each other our parents really instilled that so, hold on one second. One second. 
Right. So it's like the family dynamic back to that. And it was just like, just like CNF what it is and relearning that, relearning the stories and everything. So by your side is really just really a song that kind of just came to mind just now from Sade. You know, I know got you. I like my sister, I got you. You know. She's getting she's getting through her, she's getting over her abandonment issues and things like that. And you, you know, growing up, she felt like an emotional wreck or she felt like she didn't like nobody was there for her and things like that. And you know, with me feeling like a docile mess and feeling like I felt powerless and never really stood up for myself and developing a backbone over the years. So I totally understand that. And that she Side. My stepmother, she's here. She's with me. She's by my side. I'm by her side. My dad, I'm by your side. My little sister, I'm by your side. My niece, Anila, I'm by her side. My man, Jared, I'm by your side. And I know he's by my side. And my friends, I'm by your side. I've always, I'm always going to be by your side. Everyone that is dear to me, I'm going to be by your side near or far. I absolutely love that. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, when you're cold, I'll be there. Hold you tight to me. When you're on that half side, baby, and you can't get in. I will show you you're so much better than you know when you're lost when you're alone and you can't get back again I will find you darling I'll bring you home and if you want to cry I am here to dry your eyes Mm-hmm. And then no time will be fine. Love that. That was just that was the lyrics. <laughs> that was the lyric. This came to me just now. My song by your side. <laughs> I love that. What makes a perfect song to you? What makes a perfect song to me? not only the not only good lyrics that it feels good a song even a song that may not be a turn-up song a song even a song that makes you think can be a it, uh could be a song that a song like that you know what makes good music feel good music songs with meaning songs with passion songs with songs that may not be as positive but at the same time music that you can learn from music that that you've lived that you that you lived through music that had like I said music that had moments that you lived through that you learned from you know that's what music is all about music is a spiritual thing 100%. music is something Music is something to heal from. 
music is you can either hear you know it's a it, music is music is the lesson is the lesson learned in spiritual form is our lessons learned and in, and in introduced to us vocally Absolutely. through production words and sounds the 808s a certain beat can bring back a spark you know a certain melody can bring back a feeling a certain a certain verse from a you know a certain verse from a lyric can really make us relive a moment both positive or negative either or is the lesson we gotta it's the lesson that we learn or we or we end up revisiting to end up learning again you know we it's like music is music is is is, is everlasting it's never ending i totally agree with that how will your music change the industry how will your music change r&b I feel like my music will, I feel like my music will change R&B in a way that will help people understand, it'll help people understand duality. It'll help people understand their own duality, their own truth, you know, and able to come, you know, compel others thing. That's what I want my music to do. I want my music to compel people to, you know, get into themselves, learn more about themselves understand that we are you know that we are ever changing we never stay the same um we don't just peak at a certain time of our lives we're always growing so every seven years we're gonna peak into something much better you know i want my music to you know I want my music to heal people in a way to I want my music to heal people but I want more want I want my music to to inspire people to really be who they are and that it's okay to be human but it's also okay it's also okay to show people grace. Be human and show people grace, even for the ones that did you wrong. Show them grace, but still don't give them that access. Show them grace, but remain unaccessible. That it's okay to forgive and forget and not be un and not be accessible. It's okay to forgive, but not be in but not be accessible. That, I totally agree with that. And that's in the and then that's no shade. That's no shade, none of that. That's sure. that, you know, forgive and for you know, because not when we say when people say forgive and forget, do we really forget? No. Do we really forget? Not at no. All. So even for myself. I'm using this, my music is to help me even practice what I preach. Because neither have I faked like I was perfect in my lyrics. I want to be as, I want to be as vulnerable as possible 
by also under the same breath letting you know I'm a man of my word but you will not you will not strip me of that and I'm a lover you won't strip me of the love that I have for myself in exchange for your own Okay. I'm I'm a healer but I'm not going to deal with anybody's bullshit to keep them comfortable. No shit, you. No shit, you. So even right now, what I'm saying to you, I'm back to myself. Because, yes, I want people to know, I want people to affirm themselves. I want people to affirm themselves of their beauty. I want people to affirm themselves of their of their intelligence. I want people to affirm themselves of the grace that they have. I want people, this is why I made that album, You Gotta Love Yourself. U-G-L-Y, ugly. You gotta love mm-hmm. your... I want people to feel loved. I want people to feel, I want people to, I want people to own their shit. You know, while I want people to own the good and bad in them, you know, that's what duality, that's what duality represents our yin yang. Yeah. The pot, everyone is, everyone is, you know, everyone wants to heal, you know, everyone, we're healing, we're going to heal to our positive selves. But guess what? If you're only healing one version of yourself, you're still falling short. Healing to become this perfect person is bondage. It's very much bondage. If you're only healing to become the best version of yourself, that means you're not acknowledging. You're not acknowledging your toxic self, which is your shadow self. Because, you know, we all like to paint a picture on social media like we got it all figured out when we're still figuring life out. Absolutely. So it's like I've came, it's like I came into an awakening without even without even recognizing that I did. So it's just more like through the media. It's like like people just like get out. Yes, we're in the like the what's going on in this world now? They're stripping black history from schools. And we don't, and most of us do not know that. A lot of us are turning a blind eye. Still us. All other black people are turning a black eye to that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our history, they are stripping our history from us because they see that, guess what? What is last is coming first. They're seeing it. They are, they know, and they're trying to, they're trying to take us out again. Yet again. They're trying to wipe us out again. And that's what, and that's what I'm also speaking in my music. Get to know yourselves. I agree. Get to know yourself because I'm gonna be doing that. I'm gonna be doing that. While I'm telling you that, get to know yourself spiritually. Get to know yourself astrologically. Get to know yourself as a human, as a person. Mm-hmm. Not everything sweet is sugar coated. Absolutely. Mm, so it's yeah, the real, the reality, the realness of it all. Like, I hello. Speak, yes, I speak the real in my music. You know, and I'm gonna quote Mary J. Blige again. Yes, 
you know I've been holding on. Try to make me weak, but I still stay strong. I put my life all up in these songs just so you can feel me. So you can get the real me. Yeah. Me. As I am. Or have nothing at all. Come on, man. Come on now. Because I'm like, yes. I want people to encourage other people. Take me as I am. Take me as. That's what encourage people to like know themselves so well. I want to encourage people to know themselves so well that the old, the older, like the people who knew them, people who thought they knew them, have to get to know them again. I want people to be so in tune with themselves that whoever thought they knew them has to get to know them again. That's the message. That is the message I'm putting out through my music. I want people to be, I want people to give, I want people to be so engulfed into their higher, higher self, meaning their duality. They're, they have, they have grown into, they have became, they have grown into that, they've grown into that positive positive light that they want but also showing showing that showing that shadow self grace showing them grace show your shadow self when you show your your shadow self grace you can truly heal when you have sat in your meaning when you sat yourself down and you reflected on all things in your life the good the bad the ugly that's when you truly heal. That's when you truly step into that space in healing. And that's when you know, because it's good, because healing is ugly. It is not linear. It gets ugly. Absolutely. Healing is like going through a breakup. It's like healing is like going through a breakup with life. Mm. Whatever you you gotta go. You you gotta look. You gotta look. You, you know. You gotta sit yourself down and look yourself in the mirror, or however you choose to reflect. I absolutely love that. That that thought, like the way that you articulated that healing is like going through a breakup. It life. is. It a is absolutely. Whether an actual relationship, you're going through a breakup with life. Mm-hmm. and everything everything involving your life and if a break and if a relationship is what that is then bam there it is if you you know if you're healing from I don't know a loss from a job or a loss from a family member a loss from a you know some a loss you're healing from a loss in life we go through wins and we go through losses so yes I agree all of that healing is not linear if you're only healing if you're only healing one part of yourself you are placing yourself back in bondage if you're only healing the if you're only healing to become a positive if you're only healing to become a better version of yourself you're literally only healing one part of yourself you're only healing this side of yourself you're not healing your shadow self you're only trying to become better. Mm-hmm. 
if you're only be trying to become better and not whole and not at peace, you're not healing. Absolutely. It's like you're fighting yourself. Absolutely. You're forcing yourself to heal. If your only if your only goal is to become a better version of yourself, you're forcing yourself to heal. And that's more painful than anything. Because to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it is. You know, if you had to say at this point in your life, what do you feel more? What do you fear more? Success or failure? That's a now that's an even deeper question. Success or failure? I used to fear failure. I can't really say I fear success, but you know what? The way I've seen, the way I've seen success change people, success, I would say I would fear success more than failure. Because I can win all day, every day. I can win all day, every day. You can, y'all, let me be, let me, let me be, let me be gender correct. Y'all can win all day, every day. But if you're not who you, 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 you but if y'all are not who you were before, but if y'all change within that process negatively, that's because success changes people. Failure failure it uplifts people and I know that may sound funny but failure uplifts people because you learn when you fit you learn hopefully yes you learn you mainly learn what you can do what you can what you can do better the next time around because a part of success is comfortability when you're winning all the time, you get comfortable with winning. You're not even concerned with losing. You're not. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Nothing. But when, you, when, when you're winning too much, when you get too comfortable, you get too comfortable, you think you're untouchable, well, you got another thing coming. Because there's always going to be somebody that's doing, the, that's doing the same thing you're doing, but better. Uh, I love that. So never get too comfortable, even in success. Apply that question to life or death. Which one do you fear more? Life or death? Mm-hmm. I don't fear either one. Good. I don't fear either one. I came into this world through the soil, through the cosmos, and And when I go, I'm gonna be back in that. I'm gonna be back in the cosmos of the universe. I'm gonna be there again, and then we're gonna come back again as different beings. We're gonna come back again in the next life as different beings. 
I'm not afraid of life or death. We don't even know when it's going to happen. So in retrospect, in retrospect, we have to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know when it's going to, we don't know when that day comes, when our book closes. So we always got to be ready for it. So within, within life and death, I'm going to live. I'm going to live fruitfully. I'm going to, I'm going to stay afloat. I'm going to stay, I'm going to remain positive. Even within uncertainty. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. What do you tell, or what does the person that you've become today tell your younger self in retrospect? Chaz tells Buster. Buster. Mm. Chaz is my higher self. Charles, me, all these people, Buster is my nickname. That's my, that's my, that's my nickname. Chaz is my higher self. Chaz is the cool, calm, and collected one. He's very aware of a lot of things. Chaz, well, Charles is too. Busta is too. We're all the same people. So Chaz would tell, Chaz would tell me, Charles, you got this. I'll see you when you get here. And then I'm going to tell my younger self, Busta, you did it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You may believe it right now, but you're doing it. You may not think, you may not feel that you, you may not feel that, you know, things are gonna, you know, things are, things are looking up. Cause you may be hesitant, but things are, things are looking up. You're doing it. You have an album. You have a catalog now in music. And you're doing it independently. You just scored a Spotify interview. Podcast interview with that. You still matter. You lost love and regained it. You still have a good heart. Yeah, no one takes shit like you take shit. But because, but because of that, they are loved. You still develop the backbone. What, what do you think you want your stamp on the music industry to be? I stamp. I just want to be me. I don't care to have a stamp. I do, but I want to make an impact on the world. 
I mean, the public, okay. Okay, if I do want to make an impact on the world. I want people to be, I want people to be free. I want people to be, I want I want people to be free. I want, I want, I want our people to be free. I just want us to be free. Free to be. That's all I want. Not just like be. What? I just want them to be free. That's, that's, that's all I can really say. Financially free. Mentally free. Emotionally free. And mature. Absolutely. I agree so much. So heavily on that. What keeps you up at night? My thoughts. My thoughts, my music, mainly my thoughts. You know, my sleep pattern. <laughs> my sleep pattern has been a little off, but, but my thoughts. I totally understand that. My my relationship with God. My relationship with with spirit. Hmm. I came into my first spiritual awakening in 2016. Hmm. Put my foot in the put my feet in the grass, wiggled my toes in the dirt, and just sat there and just took everything in. I was listening to a seat at the table with the time and and I end up listening to it again while I was at work today. Mm. The glory is in you in the lewd. When you find peace at what you're doing, you are successful. Mm. Wow. So even when it comes, like I said, even when it comes down to success or failure, that one. Mm-hmm. When you find peace at what you're doing, you are successful. I found peace in my, I found peace in writing and singing music. I found peace in not only doing that, but my photography and drawing and things like that. I found peace in doing those things. So I'm already successful. also the title of this episode that was that that one hit different I absolutely love that so when people so when you say things like the Grammys and things like that I know it's coming it's coming and when I get those accolades I'm still going to be just as grateful thankful appreciative as I am now building into my craft. As you absolutely should be. 
how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered solely, solely through my talents as a life. Not only that, but as a respectable person, people can come to me and learn something from me. People can want to, you know, as well-rounded, respectable, creative. I want to be known for my accomplishments. I want to be known for my, I want to be known for my accomplishments, my intelligence, and just being a likable person. You know, not not really just likable. You know, anybody can be likable, but respected, respected. more so respect I agree with that is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today I want to say To my fellow unicorns, mermen and mer and mer and mer women, to my unicorns and mermaids, you are enough. You are enough. You are. You are enough. You are more than what society deems you as. As a person who, as a person who, you know, shifts the negative to positive, like photography, that's what photography is all about. Creating a positive from the negative. It's all about the switch up. So I want my queer, I want my queer goats to know you guys are enough. We are enough. So let us take enough space. Let us keep shining our light in this world. Let us continue showing a positive, new, a positive example in this vastly different world that we're in right now. Because we've always been around. Mm-hmm. Where people is, have always been around. Hell, everyone is queer until we choose and until we choose our identity. Everyone in this world is born queer until we identify with something. Once we find our identity, then the labels come into play. Mm-hmm. been a fan of labels been a fan of labels never been I don't a even subscribe to pronouns so I get what you mean <laughs> I mean yes I, I you know I you know go by you know go as he him things mm-hmm. like that you know but 
and I guess a lot of the a lot of the world today is like you know adjusting to the pronouns they them their things like that you know with some people think it's absurd you know but I think you know it's something that we should learn and if, if you know if if my gender fluid counterparts want to you know want to be associated as such respect them and you know respect them as such you know I'm also you know I'm a you know I'm a firm believer of everyone being equal amongst all amongst the sexes I would consider myself a male feminist Love that. yes so I will always support a woman in her prime while being in my prime as well <laughs> like I can't stand that yes I do I'm a firm believer of anything 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 he can do she can do better and anything she can do he can do better or equally as good I agree with that you know my last question for you before I release you back into the wild (laughs) (laughs) um what is next for you and where can we find you and all the things that you'd like to promote what's next for me will come i'm literally just flowing naturally painting the colors of the wind so yes indeed i'm flowing naturally this, and i appreciate this interview and probably the more than no doubt and everyone can find me on all social media platforms under Chaz Warhol Instagram preferably Chaz Warhol music my album you got yourself both the original version and deluxe is on all streaming platforms along with my ageless EP and you can look forward to the new album Art Dealer coming soon. It's to be announced, but it's coming. I love that. I'm looking forward to it. And on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. I want to also thank and extend an even more special thank you to my guest, Chaz Warhol, for blessing the podcast. Thank you so, so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's definitely a pleasure. Definitely. I look look forward to coming back. Please do. Anytime when new music drops, when you have new things going on, when you when the book comes out, if you want to just come back and shoot the shit, let me know. <laughs> You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, I'll definitely, you know, make a little pop up, you know, let you know. What's good? Absolutely. I am only a DM away, so feel free to hit me anytime. Gotcha, no doubt. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there, as I do every episode, to be real stay in reality and always always bring the realness i am brian k james this has been real reality realness and until next time i love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji 
keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.